Events for Breakfast, your go-to guide for advice, top tips and events industry insights. My podcast is delivered in bite-sized chunks to help you digest information and expand your events expertise. Hi everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Events for Breakfast. And actually, it's the final episode of the year. Wow, how on earth have we got here, hey? Now I'm Kelly Frew, your podcast host, and today what I wanted to do for the final episode is to spend some time just wrapping up and reviewing the year. Let's think about together what we've been through, because yes, we have been through a lot. So I just want to unpack some of that and just have a conversation with you around it. And then I also want to just talk and touch on the best things that's come out of this year. I know, I know, 2020 has been tough, but there have been some really good things that's come out of this year. So I really do want to touch on those too. And then the final thing for all of us as we start looking forward into 2021 is how do we tackle it? How do we tackle 2021 personally, in a professional sense? And how do we make the most of it? Because it's still quite an uncertain time and we know it's going to be as we as we venture into the beginning of 2021. So there's a lot to cover there. So let's get cracking. But first, let's just take a moment to reflect. I don't know about you. I was really saddened by the news at the weekend where we were introduced to tier four in the UK. And what that means in the UK is if you're in tier four, you can't spend Christmas with anyone outside of your own household. So your mums, your dads, your uncles, your aunts, your nieces, your nephews, your best friends, if you know, all of the people that you're in your social circle and, and your dear and nearest and dearest and loved ones. If you don't live with them for tier four, it means that you cannot actually socialise with them and spend that time with them over Christmas. Really, really sad news. And it is affecting around 20 million people in the UK just in tier four. So it's a huge number. And my heart goes out to all of those people. Now, I'm really fortunate. I live on a border, fortunate or unfortunate, whichever way you look at it, I live on a border. And this dice has been rolled for me in the more positive sense. I'm just on the border. I am in tier three. And it does mean that I get to spend Christmas Day with my mum which I cannot wait to do. I haven't been in the same room as her for I don't know how long. And just spending time indoors with her, not having to walk her out in the cold is going to be amazing. Um, And my dad and my brother and my other half, Pete, I I just can't wait for that day. And I'm going to hold on to that because I think there's going to be quite a gap from when we can do it again after that. So anyone that can do that, just enjoy it. Now, let's let's have a think about this year, this year of 2020. It's been quite a journey, hasn't it? So as you guys know, I'm an events professional, I'm an events director, and I was meant to be launching a brand new cruise ship in May 2020 for P&O Cruises. I was meant to be launching Iona. And of course, cruise ships were one of the first things that were hit by COVID. Um, And it was quite a drastic um, point in the cruise industry's history, really. And COVID really did take its toll. Since March, 2020 cruise ships haven't really been cruising there's been one or two all over um, the world that have been allowed to go but as a whole in the UK in Europe there's not many that are doing it um, and we are still waiting for that day so I took a big sabbatical from them 
and I went through my own change journey, which um, you know I've, I've blogged and I've talked about. And I am now back with Piano Cruises as that events director, in the hope that in 2021 we can launch the cruise ship Iona. And I cannot wait. <laughs> you know, we are going to see this through. So that's my small journey. There's other things that have gone on, but that's my small journey of 2020. And I know for a lot of events industry professionals, you know, we've really had to just stop and take a bit of a moment this year, haven't we? We've been forced to. So the events industry was really hit hard and still is hit really, really hard. You know, it has been on its knees. But what I do want to praise um, from all the different events, types of events across the different spectrums, you know, is the tenacity, the flexibility to be able to pivot and the reinvention that has taken place within our within our events industry that we all love. So, yes, virtual events, hybrid events are all happening. You know, that human connection, that want to be able to communicate with each, each other, to talk to each other, to educate, to inspire, to motivate. We are now doing that on a platform. And that is a virtual world that we have all created. And I just want to say a huge shout out and a huge, huge, massive respect to every person within the events industry who has played their part to do this. There's so many and there's too many to call out, whether it's, you know, the, the real big providers out there or if it's a real small SME businesses that are playing their part to help. Even if we just think about Christmas, so we're in December, it's now December the 21st. And if I can just think about those online gifters. So those online gift suppliers that throughout probably November and December have worked their socks off to send out those hampers and the different packages, the cocktail making kits, the, the Christmas hampers, whatever it might be, the virtual games, you know, they have done such an amazing job to make sure that, you know, us as events managers that are delivering those events have got all those special touches for our delegates. So props off to you guys. Well done. Well done for pivoting and making this happen. And I know it's not been really good news for everybody and I know that every business has not been able to pivot and flex and change and it has been a real, real sad time. So just sending out lots of love, warm wishes to everybody that has been affected by the last, I want to say nine months because it has been a long nine months and it's not going away just yet. So that's the businesses. We then look at closer to home around redundancies and furlough. Um, and sabbaticals. So I had a sabbatical and we just talked about that. So, you know, so many of my friends who are superb events professionals in their own right have lost their jobs this year. It got to a point on LinkedIn where there was more green open to work banners on people's profiles than anything else. And people were reaching out to other people to, for help, to link them in with other people that could help them and hopefully find those new opportunities. And it hasn't all been good news. There's been some really, really good people out there who are still looking for work nine months down the line. And I just want to send out a little note to them to say, keep going, keep going, keep plodding on, keep positive. Um, we'll talk about change later, but just keep going. You will come back. Um, 2021 is going to be a difficult start, but it will slowly start to emerge once the vaccine starts taking um, taking shape around the, the UK. So and it will take it will change. So props off to you guys. Just keep going. And if that means getting another job and um, doing something different right now, look after yourself. Do whatever you need to do to make that happen. Please do. 
Um, redundancies were hard. I had to make my team at P&O Cruises um, redundant at no fault of the business. Cruise ships were not cruising. Iona was not going to be launched. So my team all were made redundant and they have all found work and I am super thankful for that. They have all found works, most of them back in the events industry, um, doing what they love. Um, one of my ladies um, lives in Bournemouth, luckily, and she has been working on the Bournemouth seafront for the summer. So I was so pleased for her and, and there's been some great stories around finding different works. So just well done to you guys. I think one of the hardest parts of 2020, and it's really hard not to talk about this, is the ever-changing goalposts, the uncertainty, and the fact that the rules are changing daily for all of us, whether that's work rules and how we work, whether it is living rules. So in the UK, we've talked about the different tiers and the lockdowns and who can move around and who can do what, and it can get so complicated to understand. And it's for me, I'm a lady that likes routine. I love my routine. I like to be able to know what I'm doing and, and have my, my work life. And I like to have my gym and my social life too. And I like to be able to get out. Um, and for all of that, just to be turned upside down and then not even turned upside down and then left like that for a while to sort of get used to. Uh, but it's ever changing. And I know for lots of people, it's been the same too. So, you know, if we just think about that for a moment, the ever changing circumstances of our daily life has put us li living on a knife edge, hasn't it? It's been really quite difficult to just manoeuvre how we tackle each day when every day and every rule has been different. Lockdown is always a really scary thought, isn't it? Um, for ourselves, um, I think about the reason that we're doing the lockdown. So the reason is because obviously vulnerable people, we need to look after them, we need to support them and we need to support in the UK, the NHS and I know across the world there's lots of different medical organisations out there. So we need to support these people that are working their socks off to keep our, our communities healthy. And then the other side of lockdown brings the worry around jobs, it brings the worry around economies, it brings a worry around all of those different divisions of the global economy that I love. So travel. Travel has been hit so, so hard. And even today, sitting here in the UK, we're hearing that all of the different borders are being closed across Europe to people in the UK, obviously with the new strain of COVID. And while I get that, I sit here and worry, worry about all of our futures. So, you know, there, there is so much when a lockdown it hits, it's so much to worry about. You understand both sides of it and it's really hard to navigate to understand which is the right one. And I guess really there's no right and there's no wrong. We just have to be sympathetic to both sides because I know that every country and every person is just trying to do their best right now. So I feel like I need to lighten the mood a little bit now and I'm going to come on to some of the things through 2020 that are really good positive things that have come out. Now in the UK we have Sir Captain Tom Moore and I'm just going to throw that out there because he has been a beacon of light and positivity throughout the year and I just love the fact that he is there doing the rally call for us all and I know around the globe he has touched so many hearts too so I hopefully now you're smiling I just wanted to mention his name just because I knew it would make you smile but if we come a bit closer to home in terms of personally um, I don't know about you guys but what I've found is there's been so many new friendships connections and collaborations that have been built throughout lockdown throughout this whole Covid period so back in March, we were all forced to work from home, quite rightly, and we, we built this online community. 
Now I've been an event professional for so many years, let's not talk numbers, um, but I didn't realise what a fantastic community there is out there. So, you know, I go to lots of networking opportunities throughout the year, normally when we're in that live environment, and I really enjoy meeting those different people, whether it is at some sort of forum that you attend or, you know, anything, all of those different opportunities that we've got throughout the year. Then suddenly we were forced online and what absolutely warmed my heart was the events industry professionals that just joined together online and built a community. So there's so many different ones to talk about, but you know, you've got the group of ladies um, that remind me a little bit of Loose Women of the, the Agenda Live. They are just superb and absolutely love watching their, their sort of session every week when it was or every month, I think it is now. Um, and they're just having a general chat and it's just fantastic and, and talking about things that affect us all in the events profession. And, you know, we can all relate to that. Some other communities out there that have been really good um, to talk about is um, Get Ahead in Events. So Samantha Salisbury has done a superb job in building a Facebook community and she's supported through lots of different mentoring opportunities, um, some training opportunities, um, and she's just got a great little community going on there. So do join it. If you've not joined it yet, go and join her. She does have speakers every, every now and again that you can go and watch too and coffee mornings and things and it's just been great. And then from me personally, I got involved in the freelance business community, which is um, was actually a, a Belgian lady put it together, Alina pulled it together. But so many of the UK events profs just wanted to get involved and we helped her put together a community event of over a month for freelancers. So it was in October and I forged lots of new friendships and partnerships there, which were just superb. And, and you know, we've all connected. I'm now part of a running group with some of them, um, the run up to Christmas, in fact, and we're nearly there. We've all got our own little targets. And as I've had questions about going freelance and things, I've been asking different people within the community and it has just been superb. And it's great to see some of the youngsters out there as well on their social media, just really building their own personal brand and their campaigns around their personal brand and, and what they can offer the events industry and having their voice. It really has been superb to see. So, you know, I'm going to take away from that that's really positive. And I hope that once we get back to more of an on uh, in person um, events community, that we take that away, that we build on it even more so and we keep these connections going because, you know, there's some wonderful people out there. Um, too many to mention. I'm not going to go into names. Something else which has been really, really positive, I think, for 2020 is new ways of working. So, you know, yes, we are sat here in front of a computer. We are probably sitting at home right now and we are probably working our way in either our spare bedroom or a bedroom that you've turned into your office. So that's something that, you know, if you think about it, not everyone likes working from home, but that flexibility that you've now got with no commute, um, hopefully being able to choose your hours a little bit more too. And if you want to go out for a walk at lunchtime, you can. If you want to stick your washing on, you can. Or if you want to nip to the doctors and things like that, you've got more flexibility around it. So I do think that, you know, you, you've, you've got more time on your hands because of this. Because of this COVID, we've got more time and we're able to hopefully be a bit more flexible around our working patterns. 
The other thing, two more things that I just want to cover actually, is we've had such a big reflection period. So we've just talked there about the fact that we've had time on our hands a little bit more um, with less commute and, and things like that. And actually, when we did go into the first lockdown, there was quite a big reflection period, wasn't there? There was time. There was time to probably down tools a little bit and go, am I going in the right path? Am I doing things that make me happy? And potentially some of those things that do make you happy were taken away from you. So it just cemented the fact that actually, yes, you are doing the things that you love. And I know a lot of people have changed jobs and people have changed um, their lifestyle a little bit because of the lockdown and because that they've been given the opportunity to reflect. And this has been a gift. You know, I didn't want the sabbatical, if I'm honest. I didn't want time off work. Um, I love working, absolutely thrive on it. But having a bit of a sabbatical, having a bit of time for myself, just made me think and made me think about what I want, what's really important to me, what are my values. And I am changing a few things. I'm not going to announce that right now. We'll talk about that in the new year, actually. But a few things, quite big things are going to change in my life at the beginning of 2021 for the better and yeah I'm really looking forward to it and I hope you guys have had the chance to do that reflection piece too. I think the other thing I want to call out for 2020 is diversity and inclusion. So we can't really ignore it can we and it has been ignored for a long time it really has and I am quite a feminist as a lot of you guys might know and it's not just all about women, it's about gender, it's about sexuality, it's about being about you allowed to be your authentic self, self, whatever that looks like. It's about disabilities. There's so much, isn't there? You know, all we're asking for is for everybody to be able to be themselves and be included as that self, as their true authentic self. And I've made some really great connections out there um, in the last year and had some really good conversations around this. And there's some really good businesses that have been set up, Diversity Ally is one of them, um, to help and support um, our diversity inclusion groups. And I really want to shout them out and just say, well done. Well done for everything. Keep shouting, keep going, um, keep educating us because we need that education. And, you know, that has been such a positive movement within 2020. And I want to keep helping and supporting where I can. I am a mentor on the Fast Forward 15 programme and, and I just want to shout Faye out actually, Faye Sharp who is the founder of Fast Forward 15. In 2021 she has um, actively set up for 2021 a BAME working group, so we've got BAME ambassadors now and they are looking for women of different ethnicities to join the Fast Forward 15 programme because there has been limited numbers in the in the past five years and it has been acknowledged and Faye's doing something about it. So I think that's what everyone needs to do, be accountable for it and take action. So well done guys, you're doing an amazing job. So they're, they're my really good things of 2020 and there have been so many. So, you know, I started really doom and gloomy at the beginning, didn't I? But there has been some fantastic times um, in 2020. I'm grateful for spending more time when, when we're allowed to spend time with them, with my family. I'm getting to see my other half a lot more. I'm normally away quite a lot with work and uh, normally two or three nights a week down in Southampton or in London or something. So I've had a lot more time with him and he's, he's not bored of me yet, which is good. So, you know, we have had more time to spend with our loved ones and hopefully you guys have enjoyed that too. I think the final thing I want to talk about is tackling 2021 and, and, and I've written that and I'm looking at my notepad right now actually and I've written that and I've underlined it 
I think what we were all hoping for was that 2021 was going to be an easy ride compared to 2020. And I think if we're really realistic in this, we know that it's not going to be. It's not, it's not going to be plain sailing. You know, we are, we, around the globe, we are starting to see bigger and wider lockdowns happening um, throughout December. I'm not gonna lie, they're probably gonna go into January. And you know, the, the light at the end of the tunnel, of course, is this vaccine, but the vaccines are going to take time. Um, so we are going to have a battle on our hands at the beginning of the year. And the beginning of the year is usually quite a reflective time and you set lots of goals and things to work on throughout 2021. So I just want to think about that for a moment. You know, it's going to be a tough ride out there, at least for the first quarter, probably the second as well. And, you know, we are not going to be back to 2019 levels of interactivity or, you know, in the events profession, for example, we're not going to be back up to the 2019 levels of engagement um, in a live scenario for a good few years yet. So if you're thinking about your own personal development and you're planning your own goals, how do we do this in a year where we know that, it's going to be uncertain again and we're going to have to tackle lots of setbacks and lots of if buts and maybes so I'm thinking about this for myself and you know I've just talked there there is going to be quite a big change for me in 2021 already I know that and it is happening um, but I've wrote underlined it I've written baby steps you need to set yourself out some baby goals, okay? And they need to be super realistic. And anybody that writes goals knows that they should be realistic anyway, those smart goals as we talk about. However, for 2021, I think there's a lot of thought around it being the light at the end of the tunnel and that everything is going to get back to normal, whatever that is. Now, you know, it's not it's not it's going to take time yes hopefully by the autumn hopefully even by the summer perhaps we might be having those live gigs we might be able to go to the theater and watch um a music again please 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 let's do these things um but for ourselves and our goals we are going to have to be realistic so just think about them think about what you want to do and set those baby goals for even if you do it on a weekly monthly basis Try and not think too big in one go. Yes, have that dream goal, have that ready and, and be realistic around timelines, whatever that dream goal is, and is it accountable and achievable for you? But I think baby steps, and yes, I'm gonna put my event manager hat on here, but even with your goals, perhaps have those contingency plans in place as well. And, I'm to, and I say contingency plans and I'm cringing a bit because we've all done 20,000 million versions of contingency plans this year, I know. But think about how you're going to feel if you set these goals and don't quite achieve them because the landscape changes, the economy changes, coronavirus continues to change things. So realistic goals, okay? Let's be realistic with what we're trying to achieve with ourselves. And it you know, that can be career based, that could be personally based, whatever it is, what what can you physically do? So if we are, you know, if we go into another big lockdown in January, if the whole of the UK or, the, or wherever you are in the world, if you go into it, what can you achieve in that time? So set those goals that are realistic and be kind to yourself, okay? It might just be every day I'm going to get away from the computer, get out of my house and take a little walk. It doesn't have to be huge stuff, but do set goals because 
the beginning of the year is going to need those personal goals, whatever they look like to get us through it. So push yourself in just tiny little ways, be kind if it doesn't happen, but do try and have some sort of strategy around it. There's a saying, there is a huge saying that um, is, is one of the reasons that I made um, one of the changes that's gonna happen very early in 2021. Change what you can and accept what you can't. So let's talk about the acceptance first of all. So there are certain things in 2021 that we are, we are going to have to accept. So we know until the, the vaccine, I'm gonna talk UK based, and it, this is globally as well, but if I just stay close to home for a minute, I know that 500,000 people so far have had their first dose of the vaccine. That's just a tiny, tiny drop in the ocean, isn't it, at the moment? And it is going to take a long time until even the vulnerable people in the UK are vaccinated. And you can take that across the globe. It's going to take time, we know that. We can't change that, so we're gonna to have to accept it. We're gonna to have to accept that our lives are going to be restricted for a while yet. And I don't wanna put timelines on that actually, but they are going to be restricted. We can't change that. But how can you change or how can you adopt new ways in your life to deal with that? And we just talked about walking daily there. So if we're in a lockdown, you might be able to get out and walk. Okay, you might, you know, if you're lucky enough to be in certain tiers, you might be able to go for a little swim because the pools are still open. You might have the luxury of the gym still to be open. And I, I'm very focused on leisure here, aren't I? Because I am quite a sporty person, but you know, you might want to bake. So make your life as bearable as possible. And I, I don't want to, bearable is not the right word, is it? Make your life as comfortable as possible. There are certain things that we won't be able to change. So you make sure that you surround yourself by things that are going to make that better for you, whatever that is. You've got to accept it. There's no point shouting and screaming. Yeah, I got really upset the other day when I found out that we couldn't see family at Christmas and that the five days had gone down to one. And for a lot of people in the UK, that was none, no days um, for Christmas. Yes, I got really angry, but then I picked myself back up and I've accepted it. Can't change it, just accept it. But think about the things you can do to make, those, make it a little bit more bearable and a little bit a better environment for yourself. And then the other side of this saying is change what you can. So there are gonna be certain things that you can change. And some of those might be quite big decisions. It might be that, you know, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna use a worst case scenario because I love my events industry, but you might have just spent the last nine to 12 months out of work in the events industry, in the arts industry even. You might not have any work coming in. And for your own health and well-being, you might have decided actually, you know, I cannot accept this. And I've got the opportunity to change that. So you might make the opportunity, you might take the opportunity to change that and change careers or whatever. Okay. And I'm please don't take this as a if you've not been in work for events or the arts for the last 12 months, that's what you should do. I'm just using that as an example. So if there's something that's happening to you that you are really uncomfortable with and you have got the opportunity to change it, then change it. Be brave. What's been playing on your mind in the last sort of six months, you know, whether that might be, um, I don't know, that might be weight. You're really unhappy with your weight, for example, or you're really unhappy with the fact that, this is me, really unhappy with the fact that I can no longer read a, a book without wearing glasses and I had to make the change and get those reading glasses. 
So what are those things that you're really unhappy about and that you are in control of changing? It might be worth over the Christmas period if you've got some time just writing those things down because you can make your life better. You can make your life by making the changes, okay? And I'm talking about changes that you are in control with, not the changes that you can't because there's other factors there. And some of you will be sat there going, yes, but I can't change this because of this. And that's maybe a barrier that you're putting in the way. But deep down, if you're really unhappy with something, then only you can change it, okay? Only you can take control and take those brave steps. And it is really scary. It is. It does take a lot of soul searching if it's quite a big thing for you to then sit down and go, well, what does this mean? If I make these changes, what will my look, life look like then? And you don't have to do it all at once. You might set yourself a time frame and you might say by the end of January, you're going to have done this little change. And then by the end of February, you're going to increase that and you're going to have done an extra change. And step by step, those baby steps, you can make those changes. You really do have to feel the fear and do it anyway. It really is the only way. And from personal experience, I know it is scary, but just do it, just do it. What, what are you waiting for? What is, what is in your way? Try and break those barriers down and go for it. So that is my wrap up really of the whole year. I have loved this podcast. So this podcast came around in, I think it was about May time, May when I went on my sabbatical, I decided that I wanted to talk and I wanted to talk about what I love and that's events and there's a lot of mental health going on in there in terms of well-being for people too um, and personal development and careers within the events industry and I'm really hoping that some of the people we've spoken to over the last six months has helped you and I hope that my ramblings also help you too. If any of what I've talked about today you want to just chat it through, then I'm really happy to talk. I've got a couple of people that I'm helping through things at the moment in terms of mentorship and I absolutely love it and I I learn from them too. So drop me a line, drop me a line, say hello. If you've got questions or queries and you just want to reach out, then please do. So I run my own little business as well called Storymaker Events and you'll find me on all the socials at Storymaker Events or on my website or I'm Kelly Frew, and again, on all the socials, LinkedIn, you will find me. So 2020 has been quite the year, hasn't it? And 2021, I'm going to continue with this podcast. I'm going to take a little break over Christmas and New Year, and then I'm going to, I've got some lined up, some really great guests for 2021, and hopefully we're going to take this podcast in a new direction. I want it to be really thought-provoking, and I want as many listeners involved as possible. So if you want to get involved, then please do get in touch again, like I've talked about. Get in touch, and let's just build this community. If you're enjoying the podcast, then please do subscribe on your local podcast provider and obviously give us a nice five star rating because that helps build um, build the popularity of the podcast too. And I think all that's left to say from me is have a fantastic Christmas, have a fantastic New Year as much as we can do wherever you are across the globe. Please do stay safe, stay connected with people and reach out if you need to. I will see you in 2021. Take care for now. Bye.